So my daughter, Sarah, is a labor and delivery nurse at Northwestern Hospital. And recently, she's had some COVID-19 positive patients, those mothers that were ready to give birth. And so she donned her N95 mask and put on her PPE and ministered to those laboring mothers. Thankfully, those babies were born healthy and full of life, and the mothers are recovering nicely. As the death toll daily rises from this terrible virus, I just found it as a wonderful sign of hope, new life being born into this world. When my daughter's not at the hospital, of course, she's self-quarantining and sheltering in place because she's fearful she's been exposed to the virus and might expose the virus to someone else. I think all of us can relate to that fear, the same fear that the disciples felt as they gathered behind locked doors. While they were fearful of the Jews, were fearful of the virus. And if not fearful, which is so prevalent in our world today, then we're sheltering in place and socially distancing ourselves out of an abundance of caution. John's Gospel begins by telling us that the disciples gathered in the evening And of course, John's Gospel is full of symbolism. And so the evening represented darkness. And it illustrated the grief and hopelessness that the disciples felt. They were in the darkness because Jesus, the light of the world, had left their presence. But then he comes to them and stands in their midst. And he offers them peace The same peace he offers to them, he offers to you and I today. Three times in our gospel, Jesus tells us, peace be with you. And that peace is a promise kept before his death and resurrection. Earlier in chapter 14 of John's gospel, Jesus tells us, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as this world gives do I give it to you. Let your hearts not be troubled, neither let them be afraid. We know our world can give us peace, and so quickly that peace can be swept away from us. But the abiding peace that Jesus offers us never disappears. It always is present to drive away fear our fear just like it drove away the fear of the disciples. Even when there's chaos present in our world as it is today, Jesus' abiding peace is always present somewhere within it to calm our fears, soothe our troubled hearts, and to bring light into the darkness. As we celebrate this second Sunday of Easter and Divine Mercy Sunday, I know it can be difficult for us to grasp that sense of peace that Jesus promised us. 
because people have lost their lives and so many others are facing difficult challenges, spiritual, social, economic, as a result of this virus. But St. Peter reminds us in our second reading today that we will have to suffer through certain trials. He tells us, while we rejoice in a living hope through the resurrection, now for a little while we may have to suffer through various trials so that the genuineness of our faith may glory and honor Jesus Christ. What an appropriate reading for our circumstances today because in some way, shape, or form, we're all suffering through various trials. But it's our faith that will give glory and honor to Jesus Christ. At times like this, all of us search for signs of tangible proof that Jesus is with us. And we're told that we need to live by faith. Like the Apostle Thomas, some hard evidence would be nice. He didn't believe until he could see. And like Thomas, we understand the difficulties of living solely by faith. It's not easy. That's why Jesus said, blessed are those who have not seen, but believe. Here we can be inspired by the examples of the early Christian communities, evidence of the resurrection. We hear in our first reading today from the Acts of the Apostles, they devoted themselves to the teaching of the Apostles, living in communal life, breaking bread together, and praying. These early com Christian communities are our model. They spread good news, they prayed together, and they took care of one another. That's how the resurrection comes alive. The tangible proof that Jesus is with us can be seen in the way our community reaches out to others in concern and care and support. In the fullness of our Easter faith, we all need to move beyond the question of why. Why God? Why now? Why us? Why this pandemic? and move to the more spiritually productive question of what? What is God asking of me in this present moment? What is God asking of our community of faith on this Divine Mercy Sunday? We can get some of these answers by applying the model from the Acts of the Apostles. First, we need to trust trust in the teaching of Jesus and the apostles who walked with him on this earth. Trust in his divine mercy. Trust in his unfailing goodness in the face of suffering. Second, we need to persevere in prayer. Whatever prayer form feels right for you. Maybe it's that novena to St. Joseph's we've been praying as a parish or the rosary or the divine mercy chaplet or some personal prayer. But we need to persevere and pray for, for an end to this pandemic. For those who have died, pray for their loved ones, those on the front lines and all those struggling with loneliness 
anxiety, and financial concerns. And finally, we need to continue to discover new ways to strengthen our community through the spiritual and corporal works of mercy, calling loved ones, sending a note or a letter to a friend, reaching out to coworkers, donating food to the pantry, whatever act of kindness you can think of. Three inspirational things from the Acts of the Apostles. Trust in the Lord, pray without ceasing, and take care of one another. Our gospel concludes today by saying, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that you may come to believe. We see these signs in our community today, inspiring notes in the windows of our businesses, signs on the front lawns in our homes, signs that say, peace be with you, keep the faith, we're alone but together. We see kids' artworks plastered on the front windows and signs of the divine mercy taped to the front door of parishioners' homes. These are just some of the signs that the resurrection is alive in our hearts and in our community. So let's continue to ask the Holy Spirit to renew us constantly on this Divine Mercy Sunday. And let our prayer always be, Jesus, we trust in you.